0: Good morning, you're listening to Drinking Socially, the official untapped podcast. Your weekly look into what's happening in the untapped community and the
1: world of beer.
0: This episode is brought to you by untapped and the untapped store. Use the coupon code podcast like you normally do to get 20% off of your next purchase and special alert, If you're looking to spread the love, you can also shop at Hop Culture. Harrison's showing off some pretty cool magnets from them on the YouTube channel. And the Beer Advocate stores right now as well. Lots of fun, lots of new stuff. Glassware, magnets, t-shirts. Magnets don't stick to glassware, so they're safe to package together. Um, And most exciting, you can still save money by using the coupon code Cy Beer Monday, that's going to get you 20% off in Hop Culture and Beer Advocate stores now through December 10th. So there's only a few days left, but that coupon code Cy Beer Monday is going to get you 20% off at Beer Advocate or Hop Culture as well. So thanks for listening. Happy holidays. Like us, follow us, do your thing.
1: All right, so I've got a, a lot of questions today, John. If if Oktoberfest is lager Christmas, then what is National Lager Day? Besides, you know, the penultimate day in this, the year of the lager. Uh, my first guess is it's, it's probably kind of like a birthday, like lager's birthday, but that doesn't make sense because lagers didn't start here. So I couldn't figure out the origins or any of that, but I, I was trying to think instead how would one celebrate like what traditions could there be couldn't right beyond the obvious couldn't find anything about that online either um so i figured i'll just make some up but i'm going to share them with you now so so maybe yeah let's just stay with me here john we're going to go on a journey uh so maybe every national lager day everyone in the neighborhood leaves a cold crispy boy on the front porch of the guy with the biggest lawnmower in the neighborhood. And, ex- and in exchange, he promises not to mow the lawn at 9 a.m. for a whole another year. <laughs> um, maybe it's more mischievous. Maybe uh, National Lager Day is just to hide a lager somewhere in the house. And the first person to find it has to climb to the roof and they drink it. And they yell that they're the lager king of the, 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 the town or something. That
0: should be every day. I love it.
1: <laughs> You're right. For some people, it is. Oh, man. But maybe it's simpler. Perhaps you just take like a self-care lager bath. You light some candles, put on some polka, vibe out, cover yourself in some some cold suds. Or maybe if you're leaving the house, you just put on your lager pants, which is just the pair of pants you own with the most pockets. (laughs) Then you fill those pockets with cans of lager. Or if you're like me and basically have a home life that's a tornado of chaos made of humans and animals and somebody complaining about something... Maybe National Lager Day is the time when you enjoy your lager in the quiet, dark, well-insulated, kind of comfortable, you don't think about it too much, broom closet, as you ignore (laughs) for a few moments the multiple family members calling your name asking you to help with something. I feel like there's no wrong way to enjoy it, but it could be up to, to all of us, we drinking socialites, to create some widespread traditions others can follow. So if you have some good ideas, comment on this video. Send us a DM on Untapped or Instagram. As always, tag us in your check-ins to celebrate on December 10th, this Friday, uh, all things lager. And I'm happy to report this year I get to skip out on a peaceful closet beer. We are fortunate enough to be rich with pilsners right now thanks to our friends at Halftime Beverage. I look forward to cracking a few open with you, John, and enjoying a well-earned day, Pilsner, with Chris Weiss, the director of marketing for Halftime. We're well, talking about their amazing gift boxes. You can and you should get right now. And they're in Hop Culture and Halftime's Beer Meme Awards. Those are going on right now. You can enter. But first, John, break down this National Lager Day badge for us. What's happening?
0: Happy to do so. And also happy to drink lagers in your broom closet slash office anytime. Right. National Lager Day takes place on December the 10th this year 2021 the what will happen when you unlock this badge or what will help you learn how to unlock this badge is untapped will award you with the badge once you've gotten it now that you're confused untapped will tell you this is a (laughs) uh, crisp and refreshing lagers are the best beers to enjoy at a backyard barbecue or even just at the end of a long work day cheers to that Celebrate yeah. National Lager Day by drinking a lager, whether it's a dark dunkel or a light pilsner. Today, show your lager love. So yes. how do you earn this badge? Well, check into a lager, a pilsner, even a Baltic porter. Mm-hmm. Um, check in at the beer-style driven badge. Unlock it. You can do it in your broom closet. If you have Wi-Fi in there, you can check in with Harrison Yeah. Um, Or I really like the idea of a neighborhood lawnmower beer donation.
1: Yeah, could be good. Could be. Could be great. Could be great for the guy doing the mowing. Great for the whole neighborhood. The quietness. But then that one year everybody forgets inevitably creates a horrible tornado of of mowing chaos that never ends. So don't forget. That's an important thing about traditions. If you do it, keep doing it because even if it feels like no one cares, the one. Year you stop, some guy is going to come out of the woodwork and say, "What the heck? Why are the beers on on my porch?" <laughs> so don't let that happen to you. Um, yeah, don't let it happen. A um, lot of a lot of weight can w- weigh on the shoulders of someone bound by tradition, but eh, you know, doesn't stop us. So something that I speak of things that I love, like being weighed down by traditions. Ah, what I do love is loggers and almost as much as laughing so nothing gets my sides splitting faster than a good old-fashioned meme or meme meme (laughs) i heard a great story the guy who invented memes went around saying they were called memes forever just to troll everybody so that's perfect amazing sounds about right doesn't matter how you call them i know john loves them too we're not alone so when the idea of creating a beer meme awards over at Hop Culture first surfaced, we knew exactly who we wanted to team up with. It was Halftime Beverage. We've got to know the Halftime guys really well over the past couple of years. And you probably have two. If the name kind of sounds familiar and you participated in any of Untapped or Beer Advocate or Hop Culture's virtual festivals over the past two years, that beer. Came from halftime, um, which is really cool. And John and I were lucky enough to host a couple of them. Or cider, I should say. The cider and heart, heart seltzer one. That was quite the weekend. Of, Great uh, weekend. And, right. Prince music and <laughs> drinking smoothies and booze in them. <laughs> Lisa Frank. Sure, yeah. Lisa Frank was strong in the room that weekend. Um, but yeah, they, halftime was always up for a good time. Um, so it made sense to reach out to them and say hey we're doing these beer memes we want to be a part of it and they were like yep let's do it let's have some fun on top of all that they also made it really easy to celebrate national lager this year by sending john and i over their premium pilsners gift box so i hung out with chris the other day to talk a little bit about memes but more about beer and a lot about how halftime is basically the toys r us version of a beer store so take a listen hey chris how's it going today
2: Hey, what's up, Harrison?
1: Just living the dream, one delicious Pilsner at a time. There you go, that's about <laughs> all you can ask for, huh? <laughs> I know, right? And you have, I'm rich in Pilsners right now, you guys are too kind to sending all these beers to us, and we're going to drink one right now that I have heard a ton about, that you recommended we enjoy. So let's start with a beer. We have Roth House Pils. All
2: right, is your first time having it?
1: Let's do it. Let's open it oh. up. Yeah, it's my first time having it. Yes, it is. So, oh, I've man. heard about it. I have friends who I trust in the beer world that are like, "This is the perfect pilsner. This is the perfect German pilsner." There's a bit of a cult following around it. You may know more than
2: me or some more about it. I mean, just from drinking copious amounts of it, you might say, <laughs> uh, admiring the, the beautiful label. I know. Um, I love it. It's you know most memorable. Even more so than the beer, it just looks That's so classic. That's right,
1: plastic. I know, and it's also known as the tannin zopfel I'm probably saying that kind of wrong, but you see that on the, on the on the beer. So Rothaus pills or Tannenzapfel. And I learned tannin zopfel just means little fur cone. Okay. those little like fir tree cones there, um, and it, I guess that also refers to the shape of the bottle. I don't know. Oh, anyway, okay. I'm
2: learning. Although, out
1: there. Right. <laughs> so we're learning German today. Uh, but I mean, this is right. It's a a beer that's the recipe's it been around since like the 1800s. It's been brewed in the same brew house in Germany since the 1950s. And I always get excited when you know you can talk all day about imperial stouts that have a hype following. But when somebody says, "Hey, this pilsner has a like a secret cult following," I'm like, "Oh, tell me what makes that's kind of crazy." That's not a style of beer you hear people freaking out about all the time. So. Right. right.
2: There's no right. bells and whistles with
1: the pills, right? But that's okay. So it's oh, it smells amazing. Let's dive wow. in here. You've already started. Mm. Yep, you know, way ahead of you. I couldn't. I couldn't help myself. Sorry. No, no, don't apologize at all. Yep, sticks right to the mustache. So that's box number one, checked off. Ooh. Wow. Mm, nice lemongrass notes. Yeah. Tons of lemongrass. I love one. of. I don't know if it's a quote from the brewery or from a fan of it, but I came across this online when researching this beer a bit. It says that it perfectly balances between the South German playful sweetness, whatever that means. And the North German clean bitterness. And I get it. That's what's happening. Right. It's like, as you said, lemongrassy, it's dry. Like that's one of the best parts about yeah. a good Pilsner is like a, that dry finish. But Super it's so dry. it's so crisp. Mm. You're like, oh, I'm nah, my mouth feels parched because of the dry hops doing what they're doing, but I'm going to drink it again. It's one of those self-filling prophecies. It's why these beers go down so easy. One of the reasons you're just like, oh, I need another drink of this because <laughs> the hops are parching me. So, geniuses who uh, those who have been to the Pilsner, and I'm happy to be drinking one of the, yeah, like one of the best ones. Again, there are tons of articles about it. If you, if you guys out there haven't heard of roth house pills again you should check it out you can jump on to halftime's website and get a couple bottles of it right now you can get this whole premium pilsner package that i have we'll talk more about that in a minute but yeah this is like the perfect pilsner and we've done a couple pilsners on this podcast before and john and i've kind of come to the conclusion that it's almost like a really great cheeseburger like, you don't need a great cheeseburger, can be like cheese and a burger with on a bun, and that can like blow you away if it's just done really well. That's kind of what's going on here, right? It's like not crazy, like you said, not a lot of bells and whistles, but it's like, wow, this is delicious.
2: It's a pretty good analogy. <laughs> like, the, the while the ingredients of a cheeseburger are not complex. The right. Spectrum of like mediocrity to greatness is right. so wide.
1: So yes, perhaps the cheeseburger of beer. I'll leave that up to the drinker to decide. But I mean, my goodness, this is yeah. It's one that was been on my bucket list for a bit, and now I have it thanks to you. So I appreciate it. Finally, can make your dreams come true, Harrison. <sighs> oh, a lot of, of dreams. That time, like, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> You guys are making a lot of people's dreams come true, especially people that like to laugh. So obviously we're going to talk about Pilsner's today because it is National Lager Day in just a few days. But we're also going to talk about beer memes, which was, I'm familiar with memes in general. And when someone said, you know, Hop Culture is doing a a beer awards, half is the sponsor, I was like, huh are there that many beer memes? And then I kind of went digging. And I was like, oh my gosh, some of my favorite memes are beer memes or have to do with beer. I think the category is purposefully a bit broad, which is just good, I like to be creative. Um, but do you have a favorite one that comes to mind, Chris? Like a favorite beer meme?
2: Oh, I sure do, Harrison. Um, <laughs> this is one that I think about still all to, the, to this day, all the time. Yeah. Um, even though it's not super relevant uh, in the news anymore, but uh, it's kind of a riff off of all those memes that people were making uh, when Trump was signing all those executive orders at the beginning of his term and right. showing them to the cameras, and then people would just right. Photoshop whatever they wanted onto them. Right. Somebody, I think it was Don't Drink Beers, I could be wrong, made, uh, okay. made a meme where uh, <laughs> he, he's showing the, the cameras his untapped badge collection. Right. <laughs> Super fitting because you know, if Trump was a beer drinker, a craft beer drinker, I think he doesn't drink at all. But if he was, that is probably something he would do. He'd be showing uh, his badges,
1: he'd brag, he's got more than anybody. I think you're onto something there. I think you're right. Um, I know it's not you're talking about don't drink beer. I think they did that. Those guys are always doing funny stuff. Um, great. Mine's the, the drunk baby, which is like the little baby outside the pub talking about, I don't know, funny baby things. Like some, one of my favorite ones had to do with peekaboo. Like I, you know, kind of explaining to his other baby friends, I guess that I kid you not, he said peekaboo and he magically appeared. So I don't know, <laughs> I laugh easily. Um, everyone who listens to the show knows that. But if you guys are funnier than me, which is probably true. Um, you can let the world know that. You can enter. You have until December 10th at like midnight or technically 11.59 p.m. EST to enter into the 2021 Beer Meme Awards uh, to show off your stuff. And the winner gets a $250 halftime gift card, which is Ooh. amazing. Yo, yeah. yeah. That was, so right, and I, I I was in the meeting at work when that was announced and everyone was like, Harrison, are you gonna try and win now? And I was like, ah, can I? And they said, no. So that was my first thought. How don't do think that. that's allowed, right? I don't think I'll do that, um, so I will, but happy to instead take this as my prize. So let's talk about what I'm enjoying today. I think one of the coolest parts about, so, so everyone knows this who's an untapped fan, but like halftime has been a really crucial part for Untaps Virtual Fests, for beer advocates, like you guys are supply so much of the beer for so many of the virtual things you've done over the past 18 months or so. And I love that, that whenever we get to talk, it's like, hey, I'm having this beer from halftime and you guys listening, jump on the website and get it. You ship to so many states. It's like this interactive experience that I can have with people all over the country. Um, even if they're not near the halftime locations, they just show me their website and they get this stuff sent to their door and we can order the same beers across the you know the, the US. So that's been so cool and we're doing it again today. You're having a beer having a beer. We're states away. Um, so I want yeah, I want to talk about this box. And it's not box is like an understatement. It, I mean, it's beautiful. Look at this thing. This is gonna be with me forever. I've got another I've got a mobile beer fridge, which is my wife's worst nightmare but um, that's okay. And it's full of like world-class beer and you guys can jump on. we'll put the link in the, the show notes, but you can jump on to Halftime's website right now and go grab some of these yourself, but it's American Pilsners. There's some German obviously like Bitburger and what we're doing right now as well, the Roth house, stuff on. So tell me about this. First of all, how many gift boxes do you guys have about like at any given time uh, at halftimebeverage.com?
2: Yeah, so I think uh, last year we went a little bit crazy with our, our gift options. <laughs> we had maybe like 20. Wow. Um, that was a little unwieldy, So, but it was a good experiment. We got to see which ones people were actually psyched on. And right. we, we honed it in a little bit more this year. Okay. We got to a mere 14 different wow. options for uh, craft beer and cider gift boxes this year. I love
1: that. That's right. Cider as well, of course. Um, are there any like you're really excited about this year? Anything you're like, ooh, that's the one, or you kind of like sure. whatever you like, go for it.
2: Yeah, I mean, so we made one up this year that's kind of a new thing. Um, it's called the Beer Nerd Signature Reserve. Box. Ooh, yeah, okay. I'm surprised you actually didn't ask for that one going into this. Right, but, uh, you know, next time. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, that's What's, pretty much like our yeah. White Glove Uber Deluxe okay. option. And basically, we just like um, put the, the coolest, typiest, rarest, most sought after beers that we could find. also okay. the best tasting beers um, right. into this box. And um, so it's got some like heavy hitters like Hudson Valley, Other Half. Nice. Um, Mortalis, Grim, nice. Equal Quinn. Um, yes. And, like, everything in there has a super high untapped rating. Thank you guys for supplying the uh <laughs> the range is it. pretty much universal at this point. Right, um, right. Yeah, so like that, that that one like is near and dear to my heart as just like a, a beer nerd myself. Right. Um, it's just like that's what I would want as as a gift probably from somebody.
1: I so. love this. That was definitely right as I was looking through the gift boxes that one jumped out to me, the dark side with a bunch of stouts and porters. That's one sour power obviously like sour beers we've probably all watched them growing popular the past couple of years to where they're they're now everywhere and i remember a time not too long ago and people were like these are gross and weird i don't under- i don't understand them and now everybody wants them so that's amazing you guys have that too right it's it's got everything the award-winning box that was also one that that people i mean really they're all like you know what kind of mood are you
2: in great there's a box for that pretty much i mean it's like you go to a diner and there's like a thousand options right we're trying to right for beer
1: i know doing it you also have a non-alcoholic box so if you're listening to this later in december and you're like ah january that's not that's true that's right not so fast have some on your peloton enjoy a bunch of na beers while you're treadmilling. Something we might
2: be gifting ourselves at the end of December, right?
1: Yeah, you know, never a bad idea. I mean, I guess I don't know. I used to do it. I can't anymore. Beer is beer is too much of my life. Um, uh,
2: yeah, I'm the
1: <laughs> <laughs> But there really is something for everybody. And if if boxes aren't your thing, you guys have just a huge online store, so you can go shop around, build your own, you know, all that stuff too, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, what I how I like to describe it to all of you know y'all's fans that have participated in all the beer festivals is that our website is kind of like a 24 seven beer festival. <laughs> <laughs> yes. on at three in the morning and like, well, you, you can't drink it on the spot, but it'll sure. show up at your front door within a matter of days. That's right. Uh, yeah.
1: I know you can be kind to your future self and order some halftime whenever you're thinking about it. And then you get a surprise beer delivery, which has got to be the best delivery. I mean, I got oh, yeah. a lot of yeah.
2: Do you, forget, do you order something and yeah. it shows up?
1: Right. Yeah, I know. Right. Another flat screen. No, this is better than that. Wow. This is always a good decision because it's beer. Um, So let's talk about the the pilsner box that I have. So, or actually, really, all the boxes. Is that something you guys get together as a team and build? Is it? Is there like one person who's the box guru? What's the process like and like putting right. this all together and keeping them fresh and interesting?
2: Yeah. So, um, we, we did hire for the position of box guru. I don't oh. know how you knew that. Um, yeah.
1: Well, yeah, I put my application in, but I guess it was just missed.
2: Right. <laughs> um, no, I mean, it's, it's definitely a team effort, but I think most of the credit goes to our director of purchasing okay. um, his name is Adam. He's a great dude. One of my best friends.
0: Awesome. And,
2: um, he does a great job really putting in the, the research and trying to figure out like, how can we make a really well-rounded box? Uh, right exceptional quality beers that is going to have something for everyone and still fit like a certain price special so that it's affordable. Right. Um, it's like a really actually hard job to do, yeah. especially I when bet. we have like 20 boxes, but he kills it every year.
1: Yeah. I mean, again, they're always great. All the virtual ones Tap tab have been just fantastic. So, and beer advocates and the hop culture ones that I've been lucky to have too. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's, you're right. It's a beer fest all the time. You can build your own or grab one. That's, you know, Adam's already, thrown together, um, with a great thought and detail and, uh, and enjoy it that way too. So that's, that's pretty cool. I mean, obviously, and, and again, so, so let's talk about more about Pilsner's. So this beer, and again, this has actually been the year of the lager on drinking socially. So we've done tons of lagers and pilsners as much as we, we can, the Pilsner style though, is always in one that's kind of like, um, kind of like an enigma, almost obviously it's a lager, but some of them are hopped like IPAs and pale ales and stuff. Do you have like a beer drinker you recommend these to? They're kind of like a, an interesting style of beer. Or maybe someone loves a Hellas lager. This would be too hoppy. Mm-hmm. Something like the pale ale. Maybe this'll interest them in a different way. What's your experience with the kind of like the kind of people that drink pilsners also drink X or or anything like that?
2: Huh. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good point. I mean. I always think about this one quote that i heard from a brewer i think it might have been um the brewer uh dan suarez of suarez yeah sure right there were There's a lot about great pilsners great, yeah yeah they're known for making great pilsners and lagers in general and i think um he said something along the lines of like a good lager should not be the focus of conversation but rather facilitate conversation Ooh. Which, you know kind of turns the whole thing on its head like you know, and yeah. usually when I'm drinking a beer that's like really outstanding, I want to talk about it and describe it to my friends, and we argue about it. No, this isn't as good as the last one. I'm like, but he's so right with lagers You really, you know, the simplicity. It's all about the simplicity, and um, it's so approachable that you know I, it really should not be the focal point. But yeah. that said, you no, know, I, I just think it makes it lagers are a great choice for someone at anyone in their craft beer journey, whether you're just getting into beer and like, don't even know the difference between any of the, the sub styles of pilsner that you just right, mentioned, right or you're someone like, like me, who's, who's like tried all the most extreme things. And now I feel like I've come full circle. And I'm just like, just give me like yes. a crafted lager. I don't need to right. IBUs anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, so I think it's, it's good for everyone. It honestly is. And I wouldn't say that about every style of beer, but it
1: Right. Me. Yes, I, I, I agree with everything you're saying. I feel like we've had other guests on, whether they be brewers or you know, other people in the industry who share that similar sentiment, that, that point you made right at the end there about so many people on their craft beer journey have done it all, tasted it all, experienced it all, but now like want a great beer they can just have and and not have to think about it too much. And a lot of them are coming to Pilsners or other kind of lagers, Loggers kind of having a moment. That's why we dedicated this season on Drinking Socially to it. It's just to draw more attention to, to that fact that if you're kind of wondering, all right, I've done pastry stouts and fruited sours, what's the next level? Maybe you're at the top for now. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's smooches or other things cool but maybe that's like time to just do a reset and now drink a pilsner again after experiencing all this other beer and you'll probably look at it and experience it differently and then right at the end of the day it's just a great beer to enjoy so we've been champions of it forever but i love how you said it um yeah i mean it's it's sort of, yeah it, it uh, you don't have to think about it you have to and that's okay it really is (laughs) some
2: yeah
1: that's right oh my gosh, that's great All right, so we've been talking a lot about how you can jump on to halftimebeverage.com get a ton of beers get over in your family a gift box but halftime it's not just the online store I mean you guys have actual locations in New York State where are they and what is that like if I like walk in the door there what is going to happen in my brain what am I going to see Take me on this
2: quest. So your brain <laughs> might actually explode. Um, we don't recommend. Uh, I knew it. People with you know, sensitive <laughs> brains. <No>. Uh, <laughs> that's the brain syndrome. I think that's the thing. Right. That's uh, thing. no. I mean, like people throw out terms like "Dear Heaven" and "Candyland" to describe right. our stores Because yep. um, so I'm currently at the Marinette, New York location, which is just outside of New York City. Right. Um and that's twenty two thousand square feet roughly of just uh immense aisles full of beer, all stocked to the brim with like, you know, stuff that we've actually curated. Yeah. Here. It's not just like all comers. Um I right. only want to have stuff that we find interesting and um tasty. Um yeah, and uh you know, there, there really isn't a style or trend of beer that we don't carry. Yeah. You know, for all the old school folks, we keep our Belgian Isles stocked up and have some crazy vintages of Trappist and Landic stuff. Ooh. Um, and, you know, for the quote unquote kids, uh, we got all <laughs> those hazies and smoothie flowers, right. and pastry stouts, you know, because we love yeah. all that stuff too. Um, mm. Yeah.
0: Cool.
2: And then, you know, when it comes down to it, it's just as much about the staff, in my opinion. Yes. Um, we have such a great company culture here, and everyone genuinely loves their job. When you walk in, I think that fun and inviting atmosphere is like tangible. Yeah, yeah it's just a great environment. Yeah, that's
1: uh, yeah, and it should be on any beer fan's like beer list. If you're making a where can I go and I can travel all over again list, which I feel like I have ten of them, halftime should be on that. If you're heading towards New Jer or New England. New York, the Northeast, drop it on your list because both locations are, are amazing. Um, and and yeah, I mean, you're right. It's like I've heard Toys R Us for beer. I've heard like a Willy Wonka for beer fans. It's It's got it, but it's all true. It's kind of kind of unreal to walk in there and see as much as you guys have. So yeah, if you haven't been, you guys got to check it out.
2: Our other location is in Poughkeepsie, New York, I should mention, which is just yes. about, uh, about an hour and a half north of New York City. Right, spot. yeah. There
1: you go. And that's, Poughkeepsie's good because it's kind of right off a main highway. So if you're like, right, head into Connecticut, Massachusetts, Vermont, you mean, literally drive right by it, spend the afternoon there. You guys have tons of beer on tap, too, at both of them, which we'll talk about a little bit in the show. But it's not just bottles and cans. It's go ahead and grab more than that, right?
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, we, we fill crawlers and, and growlers. Um, we don't, we're not allowed to, to serve beer. Right. New York State law. Um, but, you know, we, we pay a lot of attention to what beer we bring in on draft. I think right now we have Bourbon uh, County stout. 2017. Yes. Uh, and we have uh, an other half uh, double sunset stout. Whoa. Um, which is, yeah.
1: That's awesome. Amazing. Yeah, right, exactly. So, yeah, so plenty of lagers and pilsners, but also it's really, like you said, it's got everything for any beer fan um which is not surprising so i feel fortunate to be you know from afar enjoying these boxes you guys have curated many many times super pumped to go through the rest of this one some of the rest of it all of it with john um uh, now and and in closing so i'd love to hear we just talked about a ton about what you guys are doing now have done but 2022 it's like here already somehow What's on the horizon for halftime? What are you guys excited about? What can you reveal, if anything, about what's coming up next year that's getting you guys pumped? Totally. Um,
2: I think that a mobile app is oh. on the horizon. Yeah, you know, I think it's about time we got the website uh, ripping and roaring. So I think an app would just make things more. Uh, we're all just we're always about just making things easier to get beer to your your front door. So <laughs> yeah. Um, if that's the way, then we'll, we're going to pursue that probably. Right. It probably, probably is. to uh, open new retail locations as well. Ooh, um, that is a very interesting idea to us. And <laughs> <laughs> stay, stay tuned. We, you know, you might be hearing something about that in the in the future. Um, yeah, we got some got some big plans. Good,
1: good. That's great. Well, I would expect nothing less. You guys always do a killer job with everything you do. So, again, happy to be hanging out with you today, Chris. Thanks again, and uh, cheers. Cheers, dude.
2: Cheers, Harrison. (laughs) Thanks
1: for having me on, man. Yes, of course. Thank you.
0: Wow, classic beer, fun times, and awesome quote from Dan Suarez. Remember, you guys can win that $250 gift card. Yes, you. The person listening to this voice right now, right. you're you're able to win 250 bucks from halftime. So to enter the awards, just post your favorite beer meme or if you want to earn my extra credit, create mm. one of your own, set it up, post it on your Instagram account and use the hashtag beer meme 2021. Hop Culture will be accepting entries for your favorite beer meme or the one you've created from December 1st at midnight on through basically 11 59 p.m eastern time on december 10th so you've got plenty of time to hit the drawing board get some fun meme things together maybe harrison will give you an extra point if you use a rush poster um, or put a man yeah. with a beard in there the world right. is your meme oyster so uh, you know make sure you use the hashtag beer meme 2021 and maybe even spend the next couple of minutes thinking about it as harrison and i take a page out of chris and dan's book and let the lager facilitate some great conversation as we get ready to crack some open for this show right that's right
1: i'm excited to do it you start john i'm thirsty so let's start cracking them but what do you have what are you enjoying today to celebrate loggers and pilsners and all the great things we're celebrating
0: one that i've never had before but i'm very confident is going to bring the lager heat that's a bad pun because they're yeah. probably colder, but uh, bring the <laughs> lager chill. Post-shift Pilsner from Jack's Abbey, who Ooh, yeah. is a lager. I mean, you've got you've got your treehouse, you're known for IPAs. Jack's Abbey, in my world, is yep. known for making beautiful lagers. This is a German-style Pilsner. 4.7% ABV brings about 30 IBUs and rates on untapped at about three and a half. What uh, nice. they tell us on the beer, which I love, and in untapped in the description, there'll be no working during drinking hours. On December 10th, the whole day is a drinking hour. So brewed. this beer is brewed with Bavarian malt and hops at German style, everyday Pilsner, bright, crisp, refreshing. From Jack's Abbey, we think it's the perfect day, perfect way to end the work day. So clock out and post up and enjoy. Or if you're not working today, just start early. I'm going to pour this into a glass. <laughs> what are you working on, Harrison? Yes, yeah, so this is one that I've never had either. And I've heard,
1: and I think I've never had any beer from, but I keep hearing about. I'm enjoying Von Trapp's Bohemian Pills. Uh, oh, kind of Vermont. Cool stuff um yeah you know, this is Ooh, look at that Chris. looking Chris over there john's got a crispy crisp crispness hanging out oh, for sure she's she's pretty looking good there as is mine pillowy and fluffy and mm. everything you want but to run the specs through real quick so this is a check style pilsner from von trapp brewing 5.4 percent 42 ibus makes sense 3.5 out of 5 on untapped and from Von Trapp, our award-winning interpretation of a bohemian-style pilsner, spicy citrus peel botanicals combined with a dry, peppery finish to create a truly thirst-quenching lager beer that is isn't more than a sip. I was kind of talking with Chris about that, how pilsners make you want to keep drinking. That's really almost all I look for in these beers. It's like crisp, delicious, a little bit of herb hops. Let's dive in. You started, John. What's happening over there with post-shift? What are you getting?
0: You know, when I drink a Pilsner, I often in my head look for it to taste like kind of a a Saz hoppy, Czech style, almost like with a little bit of green bitterness. Yep. And I'm trying, I don't want to judge my Pilsners against that because they're more than just that Czech style Pilsner. And this Mm -hmm. is, I think, a great example Embracing that kind of clean, crisp German style, made in America, Jack's Abbey. You've done it. I mean, every sip, I it's like a laced potato chip. You know, I, yeah. I take a sip yeah. to see what it's like, and I immediately am sad right. that that sip is gone. Right, and the bags empty. This this <laughs> tiny little twelve ounce can is yeah. <laughs> this beer deserves like a nineteen point eight or about that's very bit, true. a big boy. This is a this is delicious. Right, this should be
1: stovepipes all around. I think the style. That's a good, Probably going to like to do a public office right on that platform alone. John. stove by Pilsner's only make your beers bigger.
0: Vote for John.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome.
0: <laughs> oh man. How's, Woo. um, how's your, we got a beautiful little Tiku style glass. You're you sipping know. that out of Harrison. It matches my shirt. Um,
1: yeah, it's delicious. It's perfect. You know, it's got that kind of check pillars for me. I always had that like, Almost like a funky skunk note, but not dank. It's like funk. It's very herby. That's what's happening here. It's delicious. It's super crisp. It's got that like drying mouthfeel that you get from most Czech pilsners where you're like, oh, I was just, my thirst was quenched, but now I'm thirsty. And how'd that happen? These beers are the ultimate like never ending circle where you're like, I guess I'll take another sip because I'm thirsty again. Ah. Delicious. Wait, I'm <laughs> thirsty again. I guess I'd like another sip. Um, so right. Another another check in the column for bigger cans um is needed, but this is perfect. It's awesome, it's delicious. An awesome intro to this brewery. Von Trap, I heard about them from like other brewers. So nice. That's in my always experience, good. right, exactly. It's like you have your friends that you trust on most things, then you have your friends who drink a lot of beer that you trust on most beer things. And then if you're lucky, you have friends that are brewers. And that's like a different level of recommendation or perhaps maybe not. I that's wrong to compare them all, but they'll oftentimes send me in a different direction. Like someone that I trust may say, you know, fruited sours or pastry stouts, the two styles I always reference. Um, <laughs> but a brewer may say, you should try this cream ale or this pilsner or this pale ale. And I'll be like, hmm. All right, if you're telling me, going out of your way to take time out of your day to tell me about a Pilsner, I should probably drink it. Um, So anyway, this is everything Vontrap does. I've heard great things about. So not surprising coming out of Vermont, um, but this is delicious. All right, we said we're going to keep Dan Suarez in mind. The beers are great, but you, I think, have more on your mind this evening to pair with these beers, John. Lots of deep thoughts,
0: deep questions needing
1: answers or something i'm told
0: yeah we got a a little burning hot seat oh man all right not not even well you could you know you could probably say that there's some deep questions in here but what i was thinking harrison is you know i used to follow on uh youtube when you were doing the hot takes Mm. we've done them uh, periodically throughout the podcast we have so, in the spirit of great conversation, but you know, no one wants to listen to me and you talk about how you know I mow my lawn in the perimeter fashion, and I go up and down. <laughs> well, we don't, need, we don't need to, we don't need to get quite that comfortable, but kind of like uh, maybe a hot, a loggery a logger caved hot seat. Do you think you could give me, we'll say, sixty seconds to answer some quick fire questions?
1: Yeah, make it as hot as you want. I've got a nice pills here to cool me down what do you got
0: john okay well i'm gonna put an imaginary 60 seconds on the on the board um <laughs> and That's what we'll weird. do is uh we'll start with the first question hopefully we get it done in 60 seconds those of you that have a stopwatch, go ahead and hit start right it. now okay harrison <laughs> when you're drinking lagers mm-hmm. do you look for an old standby or something new and exciting uh.
1: Uh, old, old
0: okay How about this? when you're drinking longers, are you gonna grab the one that's kind of dry hopped or not dry hopped?
1: Not dry hopped.
0: okay, standing by the old. How about this? Uh, can or bottle Ooh. Let's go can we just said stove pipes all the way all the way right. down. You're right. They don't make a bottle big enough for Harrison's loggers. Well, um, so, staying on oh that fashion, uh, on that vein, <laughs> when you're drinking loggers, do you usually have more than three or less than three
1: loggers? Is that style where I allow myself the the elusive fourth beer?
0: So, yeah, more. Hell yeah. Uh, what about okay drinking loggers? Are you most often? Where do you picture yourself when you're drinking those four loggers? At home or out at a bar? I'm... Um, asleep in a hammock (laughs)
1: right in a parking lot near a large sporting event i guess i'm not at a bar i'm not at a bar i'm somewhere else where maybe you shouldn't be drinking beer
0: (laughs) perfect um i think i think that's accurate um what about uh there's imperial loggers are you looking for an imperial or are you sticking kind of low and slow that's not my speed when I'm down shifting to
1: Lagerland. I don't want Imperial. I want right. I want slow and low, but a huge huge can of it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll make up the volume Okay, so lagers are brewed colder, generally served a little bit colder versus ales. Even stout sometimes will take up to a proper warm temperature. When you're drinking your lagers, do you like them super cold? Or do you go for more of kind of like a maybe a couple degrees warmer and go go for something more typical?
1: I go cold and, you know, lagers are one of those beers, right, where you can smash them and grab the next one or you can let it warm up a little bit and kind of hang out with it for a little while longer maybe and see what it does. <clears throat> so I like starting cold. It can always get warmer. It's hard to get colder.
0: Okay. Getting down towards the end. Let's try and make the perfect lager for Harrison. Uh, everybody's going to be different. You can try and play along. I'm going to try not to mess this up, right. uh, but <laughs> as it's quick like as you family. can, <laughs> Harrison, uh, lagers only. Oktoberfest or Vienna Lager?
1: Oh, that should be the finals. Oktoberfest.
0: Oh. Okay. Schwarzbier or Doppelbach? Ooh, Schwarzbier. Okay. American Lager or German Pilsner? Uh, German Pilsner. Whew. All right. And Maybach or Weizenbach? Ooh. Wow. Weizenbach. We'll do Weizenbach.
1: Weizenbach.
0: Okay, now we're going into the semifinals here. Oktoberfest versus Weizenbach. Uh, all right, Oktoberfest. Mm-hmm, and Schwarzbier versus German Pilsner. Ooh, Schwarzbier. Okay, and now for the finale, we've got Oktoberfest versus Schwarzbier. And
1: That horrible man and the accordion's back i'm gonna say oktoberfest oktoberfest oktoberfest
0: i can't disagree oktoberfest is the greatest lager ever made (laughs) Uh, but it turns out given the choice of most different lagers i can come up with oktoberfest is your playoff champion and cheers to that it's a delicious beer it's a delicious
1: beer i'll tell you what, though schwartz beers in my head it was like Schwartzbier is a little bit lower A B V than the Oktoberfest. It's checking some of those magical stout boxes, but not being a stout, but ultimately I just stopped thinking and went with my gut. Oktoberfest all the way down. But that's that's tough. That's tough. That was I'm gonna be sad about that probably and get some angry letters from the Doppelbach camp. But that's okay.
0: yeah well well, you know no slight against the other ones but you know just like having children you know you have a favorite and Uh, you wouldn't figure it out unless unless we just compared apples to apples (laughs) and got you through them um do you have i know you've got a couple of like loggery uh you know uh, like loggery top fives or is there a couple of loggers that you think of when you're going through your own history trying to remember some some good moments in the cold tanks
1: yeah, so I did that, but just kind of on this run to Net Logger Day, look back and tapped and run through the loggers. I rated the highest, trying to see if there was like a clear. Well, what is my favorite logger? Um, turns out I like a lot of them. There so are a lot of <laughs> perfect fives in there, uh, but uh, it is what it is. But that's one of the cool things about your profiles. You can jump in there and sort by all your, be- grab your beers and sort by style, sort by rating, sort by when you had it, all that stuff. Um, and so a couple popped out um, as, as being perfect five. So I had uh, Pony, which is a German Pilsner from Half Acre. I remember that great beer, sixteen ounce cans, and so not quite the nineteen plus. Close though. That's two, pretty but, good, um, but bigger um golden lager from sly fox that's one i talked about in the podcast many times it was like a brew pub only beer and they put it in cans with the 360 top we can rip the whole can top off which is cool that's like that's one of my favorite beers on untapped according to untapped like of all time um the weinzaphan original that's another one again classic going back to germany and way to the past so there, there were a lot in there and i was kind of happy with the the mixture of bunch of German and, and Czech pilsners mixed in with a lot of newer American craft loggers um, wasn't just wasn't too heavy one or the other, but very clear that uh, lager is here to stay, which was never really a question. But I think you and I did a good job this year on the podcast, making it more interesting or I don't know, just talking about it more, getting people to try it more because you had to, to level up the badge. Ha-ha! So <laughs> put loggers out there. In a meaningful way, um, and discovering more and more of them, it's been it's been a cool year of the logger, a crisp year of the logger. Uh, yeah, that's it. I'm done.
0: Yeah, I want I want you to come up with like a Harrisonism there for like a a crispy annum. Yeah. Um but crisp, uh yeah. a crisp calendar now Uh we should do a calendar like a podcast calendar where it's like me and you posing with loggers. Nah, no one, nope. Yeah, uh, no sorry I just lying. made you roll your eyes and you can't unsee that in your head, but keep we, looking we, at it. Keep seeing it in your head. My mom would buy a lot of them just to support us. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh well, okay. In absence of a year of the logger calendar, what else you got for me, Harry? Yeah,
1: so we got to do a verified venue of the week, and this one is pretty much a no-brainer after talking to Chris. Got to call out halftime to locations at Poughkeepsie and Maranick, uh, New York. So as we said, when Chris and I were talking, obviously jump online. They ship tons of states. Go check that out. Make sure your state can get some stuff from halftime. But if you're in New York State, nearby, traveling through, the one in Poughkeepsie is like right off the highway. Same with the one on Marinex. So right on the trainway, the railway, that's it. If you are coming out of New York train City. Way. Yeah. But these places are amazing. Tons of beer to go. Um, they can't serve on premise because of New York state law, but they do have tons of taps as well. As Chris mentioned, they have a couple of vintages of BCS on at the time of recording this. But also I saw some like other half stouts and, All kinds of crazy things. And if you go to the Mameranek location, Decadent Ales is literally next door. So obviously famous for their pastry stouts and really big beers. So you'd think uh, maybe not the place to go on National Lager Day, but they're hyper aware of how well-known they are for really big, crazy beers. So to kind of poke fun at that, they brew a beer, I think all the time, called Regular Beer which is a Pilsner that you find there too. So it's a great stop for any day, National Lager Day or not, but regular beer there. It was available at the time we're recording too. So easy to jump next door to halftime and grab some stuff from Decadent uh, as well.
0: Can I just get a regular beer? Um, When you're you're (laughs) ordering beer from halftime, if you're in one of the states they ship to, you're lucky. Your property values just went up. Um, If you're really fortunate and you're able to go visit halftime, they have one of the things that I'm really jealous that I won't get to drink this year, unless Christmas elves are listening, but Mm. I don't want to. They may be fake. Um, You may actually need to go visit them, but if you can get to halftime, they're still selling the Extreme Beer Box from Beer Advocates Extreme Beer Fest. It's going to be happening late in January coming up. so. This is a box I was able to get last year through Christmas Elf and Postal Miracles, but such good beers in this box. The one that that I I want to call out um, after getting a look at what's in there comes from Mortalis. I don't know how to pronounce it. Froze Hydra Deuce is what I I would say. Yeah. In my opinion, Mortalis is to fruited beer what Treehouse is to double dry hops. I think they're. They're doing things so exceptionally well. They've probably got a, like a couple of secret processes or ingredients. This is like oh, yeah. cherry vanilla, cinnamon graham cracker. I mean, I like sweets, I like dessert, and Mortalis seems to do both of those things very well in carbonated form. I would buy that box just to get a taste of one of the hottest fruited sour breweries in the world right now. Anything strike your eye, Harrison? Oh my gosh,
1: so many things. Whether it's the 2019 Bourbon Barrel H Worldwide Stout from Dogfish, that beer. First time I had that <laughs> beer, I got it in um, a mixed six pack, and it was like twenty dollars or whatever. I was like, "What? Ha- what did I do?" But I remember it was we we're at a beach house in Cape May, New Jersey, and a family vacation, and I my dad and I were like, oh, let's have a beer before we go to the beach in the morning. How, do we have any stouts? And I was like, yeah, I did grab a cool dogfish head stout. And that was like a <laughs> shower beer before going to the beach all day Ooh. with an like 18 plus percent worldwide stout. So many naps were had, but I do kind of remember that and drinking, and going, man, this doesn't taste like a normal stout. And then looking down and realizing it was, you know, whatever, 15 plus percent, whatever that year's was. So never forget kind of remember that uh that experience <laughs> anyway that, that that beer has a special place in my heart. obviously if not completely a, a full memory um and then the other one that i saw was the um something from a modest i mean the lists here are crazy ah. i've not had anything from yapa cerveza before this is not a caparina an imperial sour with yuzu what hand. i hear like, yep so there's so much in here. Again, these boxes are always amazing. Beer Advocate and Halftime do a great job putting together, like, truly a beer box you just don't want to miss. It is built for beer nerds and beer fans. So it's, it's hard to to pick, but sure. That Dogfish Head, right away, I just started talking to myself. and I um, like to revisit that now as a mature adult in a glass, not at 9 a.m. At the shower, the shower going to the beach <laughs> but that was a great time i mean you're probably all jealous so you should be
0: <laughs> yeah that beer is not even legal right. to sell in north carolina That's i, th- I would- think it's legal to have and consume it's not like a controlled yeah. substance but uh there's a couple of states where you couldn't get beers uh that high in abv yeah. still Absolutely. unfortunately write <sighs> your congressman <sighs> I mean, yeah, well, oh, yeah. <laughs> yep, fix yeah. the beer Please fix
1: fix the beer. What are you doing? Just let it happen. Let it in. Free the worldwide stout. Can't be worldwide. If you're getting in the way.
0: Yeah. Bunch of red tape. That's right. What, what cutting through the red tape, Mm. Harrison, if we can do that digitally, uh, just it's done. That was easy. Easiest red tape to cut through is digital red tape. True. Um, let's get on to, it's been a minute and we drank some beers what was the best beer of your last week so in the spirit of national lager
1: day i have been enjoying pretty steadily since thanksgiving red oaks old oak which is their marzin so red oak is this awesome brewery in north carolina They follow all the German purity laws. So it's like all natural carbonation, no food additives. It's truly just water, hop, malt, yeast, and beer, and and something malt, hops, beer, water, yeast. Anyway, (laughs) I think that's all the things. Sure. Um, Yeah, those were four. Anyway, it's great. It's canned. It was delicious. And it was, that's a tough, as we just learned. That's my favorite kind of lager. Um, So there's obviously a lot of like, Um, expectations to be met for me when I drink a Marzen and this one like went right past exceeded it was like so good and a little better than I thought that's a good way to quantify that that's repeatable (laughs) but in the moment I was like yes ooh I'm glad I got a six pack of this so that was easy best beer of the week for me old oak from red oak if you know about red oak you know but if you're not North Carolina, you probably don't because they don't leave the state. So if you're ever here on vacation you see that white red oak tap handle, their Vienna lager or Bavarian lager out there, grab it. It's delicious. Anyway, um, yeah, Marzen's all the way down for me. What about you, John? What was the best beer you had last week?
0: It was also, you know, we knew this day was coming. So for me, it was also a lager. Um Pancho's legacy lager from 12 gates brewing in in buffalo this is kind of like a i think you have to kind of be a local to understand half the reason i chose this beer is because it's a mexican style lager and i love that kind of corn flavor in my beer this one does a great job of that but also keeps it crisp and also the sales of this beer going towards a local charity in honor nice. of buffalo bill's biggest super fan ever who passed away in 2019 so drinking this is a mixture of beer and charity and football which is nearly perfection in december by my standards at least indeed that's amazing that sounds awesome
1: great stuff great to hear it man we've been really logger deep haven't we <laughs>
0: What I don't know deep? what that means, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah just deep, go with it. Deep in the logger, yeah, loggers. It's it's part. It's a B movie that was made for TV, starring Matthew McConaughey.
1: Right. Logger deep, <laughs> right? It was the it was the follow up to Das Boot that was much better. Logger <laughs> deep, loggers in the water.
0: Oh, man. So (laughs) even a small lager can's enough to put Harrison in a good mood. I think any lager puts Harrison in a good mood, and it should you as well. So whether you celebrate National Lager Day with us on December 10th, which is the only day you can celebrate and earn the badge, but you can drink lagers all year because you should know this has been the year of the lager. December 10th is just the reward that we deserve for crushing clean, crispy boys in our broom closet offices all year long make sure you're following us and untapped on twitter instagram youtube uh, or if you have an iphone you're probably just listening to this on apple Podcasts, and that's cool too what's coming up next week harrison well i'll tell
1: you one thing john i hope i don't lose all my beer trying to ford the river or that you die of dysentery because next week it's brewery pioneer time grab your shovels and whatever your uh, spurs your oxen uh, oxen right ox oxen boxes
0: boxes boxes
1: box yep in a house with a mouse with a fox with some locks doesn't matter Anyway, loggers are working. (laughs) Until then, everybody. Let's get out of here, John.
0: Woo! All right. (laughs) To the trail.